The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the potential Astros trade targets. Dallas Keuchel apologizes. Mike Fires does not want to be a distraction to his team. Derek Jeter and Larry Walker are voted into the Hall of Fame. Can Billy Wagner get in? Also, I will tell you how to get some sweet Astros swag. We'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It is January 25th. I am your host, Rob Fontenot. Before I get started, you know in the past, I have mentioned to you that if you want a sticker, you can buy one for $3. But the easiest way to do it is go to Apple Podcast, give the five-star rating, and then write a review. And then get a hold of me, and I will mail you the sticker. I've already done it twice. Two people have taken me up on the offer. And I also told you that if you do write a review, I will share it on the podcast. So let's go to that. Let's start the show off with that. We've got three new ones to read. So if I read the review to you, and you hear your review being read, get a hold of me. At Rob Fontenot on Twitter. Uh, Rob Fontenot on uh, Facebook or 210-919-1695. You can just text me your address and I'll mail it to you. Uh, Let's go first one from last Saturday. Insta help needed. If this is you, get a hold of me. Get your free sticker. Thank you. I listened to your podcast for the first time today and really enjoyed it. After all the negativity this week, I found your latest episode very informative and comforting. Thank you for continuing to defend our Astros both on here and social media. So if that's you, get a hold of me, get that free sticker. So this next one is from Jess VW. And I believe this is someone that took advantage and went the extra mile. At the end of one of the podcasts, I said, hey, if you want another sticker, get your wife's phone, get your husband's phone, get your kid's phone, and do it on their phone, and someone has taken up on it. So let me tell you this. I have an extra special surprise for you, and I'll get to that at the end of this next one. So Jess VW, great morning podcast. Great podcast, love listening before work. Keep up the good stuff. Nice and simple, perfect, that gets you a sticker. However, you are someone that took advantage of the using someone else's phone. So you are going to get something different. Uh, The last one, Wednesday, Laz, L-A-Z, Laz Chavez. Get a hold of me if you want your free sticker. 
And if anyone else wants one, you don't want to do the review, send me three bucks. You can have one. So this says, Go Stros, the perfect pod to be up to date on everything Astros. So much going on with our beloved Astros at the moment. But thank you for keeping the support and allowing us to be informed. And just to throw this out there, I was sitting on a 4.5 rating. And now, thanks to you guys helping me out with these five-star reviews, we're now sitting at 5.0. A five out of five stars on Apple Podcasts. That's awesome. I really, really do appreciate it. So, Mr. VW, you know who you are. You took advantage of that uh, using your wife's phone, I believe. Or maybe she did it. I don't know. But anyway, you are a double upper, if that's even a word. And let me tell you this. I ordered... Now, the stickers, I ordered 20 of them. But the special they had recently was for magnets. So they're going to be the same size, but they're going to be magnets. And that's even cooler. Because you can put it on your refrigerator, and there's no greater compliment that I could find more than you putting that magnet on your refrigerator. So Mr. VW, Mr. Double Dipper, when the magnets come in, I haven't got them yet, I just ordered them, but you are going to get a magnet. And there will be nine left, and I want to say probably seven, because I'm going to keep one. And then I'll probably give my dad one. So there's going to be seven left. So if you want one, three bucks. If you really want one, write a review or get your uh, wife to write one for me. Or three bucks. I don't know why stickers are $3 and magnets are $3, but whatever you want. If you want either one. So anyway, I appreciate that. Let's get to the Astro stuff. Let's quit talking about these stickers. All right, folks? So one story I read earlier today was stars on the verge of being traded. And so I'm just going to focus on two of the nine. The two that were listed as potential landing spots being your Houston Astros. First one, Jeff Samarjan, a potential landing spot for the Angels, the Phillies, the Astros, and the White Sox. Last year, he pitched 181 and a third innings. He had a 1.11 whip, not bad. And Samarjan more than likely will be a trade deadline target. Now, earlier in the offseason, I told you that the Astros aren't going to pick up another starting pitcher. They're not going to make any deals for it. I mean, that's yet to be seen. But... I honestly feel the Astros are going to roll with the guys they have now. And if they need help, they'll do it at the trade deadline. And there you go. Jeff Samarjan could be someone that the Astros go after. Also, Robbie Ray. We've talked about him in the past being on the Astros' radar. But it says here, if the Diamondbacks make the playoffs, he won't be traded. But if he is traded, they're going to want young prospects. The Astros don't have... As many as they used to have, but they still have some. Robbie Ray, potential landing spots. I don't know if they have them listed in order of the higher potential, but the Astros were the third on the last one, but they're actually first. Maybe it's because of the previous interest by the team. So you got Astros, Dodgers, A's, and the Reds. The Reds aren't giving up. They made a lot of 
moves last season and got nowhere, but they're still trying. I mean, if you're a Reds fan and, uh, you know, you can't be upset from them losing because at least they're trying. At least they are trying. All right, let's go to this. Astros not confirming this. They haven't confirmed, but Brad Osmus is in Houston. And they say perhaps it is to interview for the managerial opening. He was the manager in Detroit and L.A., a record of 314 and 332. And he led his team to the postseason only one time. He was 72-90 and 90 with the Angels last year before getting canned. They had their own scandal last year with the opioids and their pitcher Tyler Skaggs uh, overdosing on them. They have their own problems, and that might have led to his dismissal. But I'm not, I am not in on Brad Osmus. I don't want him. I might have been in on him maybe when he was still in Detroit, but not now. Not after last year with the opioid thing. Not last year with the Jake Marisnik thing, let, allowing his uh, pitcher to hit him in the back, even though Marisnik handled that like a true professional. Uh, he called it a dirty play, and you have to know Marisnik's not dirty. Not at all. So Jim Crane, he said he wants to wrap this up early next week. So I would say early in the week would be Monday or Tuesday because Wednesday would be the middle of the week. So we may find out who the new Astros manager is Monday or Tuesday. You got Dusty Baker, Buck Showalter, John Gibbons, all uh, veterans. You got Eduardo Perez, Will Venable, and Jeff Bannister. And also Joe Espada, the bench coach from the Astros. And I I don't know if you listened to the last podcast with Greg Lucas, but I told him, I mean, even though Joe Espada would be good, he's a, a good guy. He already has a relationship with the players. I think the Astros need to move away from hiring someone that's already in the organization. I think they need to shy away from that. Let's bring someone from the outside in so that the perception from everyone else is that we're going to have someone that's not going to allow this to happen. Now, with the punishments coming, I seriously doubt anything's going to happen. But you know what I'm saying? It's the perception. You already have these guys with all these false rumors and conspiracy theories from 2019, even though we were already proven not guilty. It's already over, but they won't stop. So we need someone in there. So I know at first when they brought up Bannister, I was like, no way. I don't want that Rangers guy. I don't like him. And the more and more I think about it, you know, he's an analytics guy. That's good. We need someone like that. Maybe Dusty Baker and Show Walter and Gibbons. Maybe they're not analytic guys. You know, maybe that might change the direction of the team. But this guy also... He'll fight for the guys. So he's kind of got two characteristics that I like. Plus, he's from Houston. He's near, he, he grew up near Houston. So, you know, he's a Houston guy. I think I'm okay with it. I, I was totally against it, and I have kind of swayed the other way on that. 
So let's talk about this before we take a break. The Houston Sports Award. That that just happened recently. Uh, Jim Crane won Executive of the Year. Now, perhaps that might have went to Luno if he hadn't gotten fired and suspended and all this hadn't happened. But Jim Crane won Executive of the Year. Alex Bregman won the Athlete of the Year. I don't have a problem with that. And then Altuve's ALC... ALCS walk-off against the Yankees uh, moment of the year. The biggest moment of the year for the Astros was Altuve's big home run hit off of Chapman. And that that uh, that's getting a lot of attention also with the buzzer rumors. And just watch. I watched it again the other day. I, I had someone... Uh, tweeting that if you look at it, he stepped forward because he knew the breaking ball was coming. And so I actually found a video that someone was at the game, like an Astro fan was at the game, and they were on the first base side, and they had the perfect side view, and he didn't step forward. He didn't do that. But if you watch the pitches, the first one was high and outside, the second fastball high and outside, so, you know, he it just seemed like Altuve is like, this guy can't get this over. He throws the next pitch, a breaking ball for a strike. Altuve doesn't swing. Maybe he's a little surprised by it. I don't know. But now, you know, it's 2-1. and one. The pitcher doesn't want to go down 3-1, and one, just like Mr. Lucas said last time. So he was sitting on it. You know, the bad thing about Altuve, the, t- the two instances that they've interviewed him about this, about the shirt ripped off. You know, he claims that he was shy, and that's the kind of comment that got him in trouble, not the part about his wife not liking it, but just the fact that he said he was shy. They didn't like that, and they drug up pictures of him on vacation with his shirt off. They drug up the pictures of the last time they ripped his shirt off. So he used, he didn't use the choice words when interviewed. And then after... The Chapman home run, they interviewed him about that as well, and he said he was sitting on fastball. So it just seems like, why would you say I'm sitting on fastball when you're really sitting on the breaking ball? Or at least that's what it seemed like. I could be wrong. Maybe he was sitting on fastball, but I think he knew that Chapman wasn't going to get that over because he was way off. So I just think just his answers were kind of wrong. If he would have just said... The first two pitches were fastballs, and they were way outside. So I felt like he couldn't get it over, and so I was waiting for the breaking ball. He threw it on the third pitch, and it was good, and I figured that's the only thing he could get over, so I'm going to sit on that. So I, I know Altuve didn't cheat. I mean, I don't know 100%, but you know, I would bet money on it. And I just think he had a bad choice of words in those interviews, but also... You know, English is not his first language. So you got to give him a break on that. So anyway, speaking of breaks, I'm going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. So we'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so Dallas Keuchel apologized for the sign-stealing scandal of 2017. He said, not like Every game we had it going on, 
It's just what the state of baseball was at that point in time. Was it against the rules? Yes. And personally, I'm sorry about the whole situation. So what are my thoughts about Dallas Keuchel coming out and apologizing? I'm okay with it. You were a pitcher. You're no longer there. You know, you're, you, you want to take the focus off of that at your new team. You, you have a new team. Just get it out of the way. Apologize. Hopefully people will leave you alone. I think it was the right thing. Uh, he said not like every game we had it going on. I don't know if I would have said that. He's kind of making it sound like, well, we only did it half the time. Well, if you did it half the time, it's still bad. So I probably would have left that out. But when he said it's just the state, it's just what the state of baseball was at that point in time, he's pretty much saying what almost everyone else was saying, that everyone was doing it. But the Astros are the one that gets... uh, They didn't really get caught. They got ratted out. So they really didn't get caught, but no one else ratted out their team. So... He said he was sorry. I'm okay with it. I mean, if I was him, I think I would have done it too because he don't want to be a distraction. So speaking of that, speaking of ratting on your team and speaking of not being a distraction, Mike Fires was also on Twitter being interviewed. He said, I don't want to talk about the scandal. I don't want to be a distraction for my team. Well, it's too late, buddy. You probably already have five times the amount of media surrounding you than you're used to because of this. You're already a distraction to your team. It is too late. You did it. A lot of people still talk about Mike Fires. If you want to come clean, give your ring back, give that money back you got, but a lot of people are upset that it took him a couple years to clean his conscience. And I'm just not a fan of the guy. You don't want to talk about it? You're the one that came out. You're the number one beginning of the story. If it's a story once upon a time, you are that, Mike Fires. You can't ignore it. You're the one that brought this up. And you're firing me up, dude. You're firing me up. So anyway, each team's most decorated prospect from 2010 to 2019. That's another story I checked out. So for the Astros, it had Kyle Tucker. He immediately cracked the top 100 after being drafted number 5 in 2015. In in, uh, 17 and 18, he was a 2020 guy. Last season, he was a 30-30 guy. And I don't know if you remember this, because they did mention it at the end of the year, but in the eighth inning of the final game of the season, he had an at-bat, and that erased his rookie status. And he's also no longer a prospect because he is now a professional baseball player. He's going to make the team. If you look at the, uh, man, what's that called? If you look at the depth chart, if you look at the depth chart, he's still not on the start. He's still not a starter in right field. They still have Josh Reddick there, but I think he's going to, 
I think he's going to be the starter. All right, so if you like going to Minute Maid Park, you live in the Houston area, you like baseball, let me tell you this. It's this weekend coming up, and I was planning on going, but now I may not. I had uh, another surgery on my neck. Uh, I had a little bit of skin cancer on my neck, so I got a bunch of stitches. So maybe I'm not going to go. But, but anyway, this weekend, if, if, you're, if you're one of the guys that sit up in the cheap seats, one of the guys that sit in the nosebleeds, and you want to know, let's say you want to buy Astro tickets, and you want to splurge on some money. You want to splurge some money on some good tickets, but you don't know where to sit. This is a good chance for you. Go to Minute Maid Park February 28th, 29th, and March 1st for the College Classic. And this is why I wanted to go to it. It's going to be the Big 12 against the SEC. You got Baylor, Oklahoma, and Texas. And then for the SEC, you got Arkansas, LSU, which has always been a good powerhouse, and Missouri. One thing cool about Missouri, and another reason I wanted to go, uh, someone I grew up with, went to high school with, uh, man, actually, I went to elementary school with her as well, but, uh, well, actually, two, the, they're both friends from high school. They got married, and they have twin boys, and both of them play for Missouri. And so I was hoping to meet them there, watch the OU-Missouri game at I think it's at 11. It's really early on Saturday. But I'm just saying, it's $20 for general admission. I think the seats behind home plate are like 30 but everywhere else. You want to see what it's like to sit in the Crawford boxes? You want to see what it's like to sit behind the uh, dugout? First row behind the dugout, $20. 20 bucks all day. So anyway... Like I said, that's why I wanted to go. I want to go try out all the seats, and I want to see OU. OU is my team. I wanted to see my friend, and I don't know if I'm going to make it now. just may not happen. So recently, the Hall of Fame votes came out, and only two players were elected. Uh, Derek Jeter, first-time ballot Hall of Famer. He was one vote shy of 100%, or one vote shy of unanimous. A lot of Yankee fans were upset at the one guy that didn't vote for him. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't want him to be unanimous. And I'm sure he's not upset. Of course he should have been unanimous. Who wouldn't vote for him? But Larry Walker, he also made it. He is the seventh player. The seventh player to be named in his last year of eligibility. So we got a guy in his first ballot and the guy in his tenth ballot and they both make it. Walker had good numbers. Uh, four years ago, he was at 15.5%, and he got over the 75% of the votes needed by six votes. Larry Walker, the first player that has ever donned a Colorado Rocky uniform to make the Hall of Fame. A lot of people don't give him credit for their stats, because they played in Colorado. I know he played with the Expos, and I'm trying to think of his third team, because the city had three teams. So Larry Walker, I don't know. I just remember the Rockies, and I remember the I remember the Expos. 
So Roger Schilling, that's actually not his name. That's the name of a friend of mine from high school. Uh, Kurt Schilling, not Roger. Kurt Schilling, 70%. And that his, his, that's his eighth year. So he's got two more. And sitting at 70, I think he's got a good chance. I don't know why they don't want him in. He says some things, you know, social media-wise. But I don't know. He's at 70 with two years left. Maybe. Then you got Roger Clemens at 61. I don't know if he's going to make it. And Barry Bonds, he's sitting at 60. And I don't want him to make it. Like I said, I'm a very anti-Barry Bonds. I grew up as a kid with that 61-62 home run record. And it was exciting to see people flirt with it. And now you have a uh, record that is just blemished beyond repair by a steroid abuser, 82 home runs. No one's ever going to hit 82 home runs. Even in this juice ball era, even with these guys being bigger and stronger, it's not going to happen. This guy ruined a record. This guy made the home run record something that nobody cares about. Nobody knew McGuire and Sosa were on steroids, and when they were going for the record, I, I think they ended with 72, something in the 70s, and then Barry Bonds hit the 80s. But we didn't know that McGuire and Sosa were using steroids. We didn't know that. It was just exciting. It was exciting that someone was actually going to flirt with Roger Maris's record, and it's just exciting. But now... You look back, they were both on steroids, it wasn't fair, and Barry Bonds, 80-something home runs, that's never going to happen again. That's, But you look at Astros, uh, Billy Wagner, my very first favorite Astro, Billy Wagner. I got that beautiful Billy Wagner signed baseball on my shelf over here. I've reached out to Billy Wagner on Twitter, and he's ignored me, so maybe I can be mad at him, but I'm not. But Billy Wagner got 31% of the vote, so he's really, really far away. So I saw a pretty good post. Somebody made a uh, a little stat sheet with a picture of him. Uh, I guess it's Vote Wagner, so they're kind of like pushing for people to vote for him. But he had an 11.92 strikeout per nine inning. And that is the best of any pitcher in Major League Baseball history. 187 batting average is the best career batting average against. A career 1.00 whip, the best left-handed pitcher whip ever. He's number two overall to Mariano Rivera. That's how good this guy is. 1,196 strikeouts, the most ever by a left-handed relief pitcher. What is keeping Billy Wagner out? Is it the fact that he played for the Astros? Maybe. But more, I think it is the save number. If you want to be a closer, it seems like nobody cares about strikeouts. Billy Wagner was an amazing closer. And you could see by the stats that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And he's not. He, he's very far away. I should have wrote it down uh, how many years he has left. But hopefully he can get in. Uh, you see that four years ago, 
Larry Walker was at 15, and Billy Wagner's at 31, so there's still a chance. There's still a chance. So anyway, that's all I have for now, folks. So like I said earlier, I got the magnets coming in, and if you want to buy one, just let me know, three bucks. But if you want a free one, double down. Double down on the reviews. Use your phone. Use your wife's phone. Use your kid phone. You can get a free magnet. Just do one for yourself. You can have a free sticker. But anyway, I do appreciate everyone who did that. I appreciate everyone who's given me reviews and helped the podcast reach the 5.0 rating. That's amazing. It's awesome. I love it. Thank you. Um, And if you didn't get a chance for some reason to hear the last podcast with legendary broadcaster Greg Lucas, you need to go back and listen to it. It was amazing. Uh, Mark and Grady, longtime listeners, both said it was the best podcast ever in the history of Astros baseball. That would be the name of this podcast. Not ever of Astros baseball, but this one, this podcast. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And he said he'll be back. So if you enjoyed it, he said he would love to be back when the season starts. So anyway, that's it. I appreciate you listening, folks. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.